Welcome to Code Talk, the podcast where we discuss building code and its impacts on residents and business owners right here in Fairfax County. Today we're discussing residential plan review. You know, interior renovations, additions, new townhouses, and detached single-family dwellings, these are just some of the types of residential projects that are constructed all over Fairfax County. Now, most of these residential pro- uh, projects may require a permit and possibly even plans to be reviewed for code compliance. So here to talk with us about the residential plan review is Kyle Kratzer. He's a code specialist with the Building Division of Land Development Services. Kyle, thank Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation here on Code Talk as we're talking about these residential plans and plan reviews. I guess to start off with when we're talking about the plans for residential pro- uh, projects, I, I guess uh, one of the W questions is when? When are these plans required for, for residential projects? So in Fairfax County, uh, we require plans anytime you're adding square footage to your house. Um, or if you are moving some of your structural walls within the within the building. Mm. So, you know, you have weight that's coming down from the top of the house all the way to the ground. Anytime you alter that path, uh, we want to review it to make sure gotcha. that it's still carrying the load. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Um, we also, there's, there's one other time yeah. that plans are required, and that's when you are changing the amount of bedrooms you have in the house. So whether you're adding mm. them or subtracting them. Okay, and... and- why is that different than any other room? Why do, why do we need to know about bedrooms as opposed to? So typically how the county um, tracks uh, your real estate records, anything, all that's based on the amount of bedrooms you have. Plus, hmm. when you're adding bedrooms, there's certain requirements in the code um, to help with uh, getting you out in the event of an emergency. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. The other W question is is what? So when we're talking about, you know, when are the plans needed? What kind of info is needed on uh, on these plans for a residential plan review? So depending on the plan, obviously, depends on um, what we're looking for in particular. Uh, the county actually offers uh, all kinds of publications uh, with checklists, essentially, mm. um, on how you can or what, what you need. Uh, what I always tell people when they call is just go onto Google and type in Fairfax County Building Publications. And your very first search result is going to be a list of uh, several dozen um, different publications that the county offers on a whole variety of projects. Okay. So search engine, Fairfax County building publications, and they've got got what they need. Correct. And these are all free? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Good resource there. So when we're talking about the these plans and the kind of information needed, and maybe their you know residents going to do a search and find out some more, uh, kind of going a little step further, are I think there's uh, drawings that are required for for certain things. So are any mechanical, electrical, plumbing, are are those drawings required for for these residential plans that we're talking about? So in Fairfax County, uh, for at least to initially get your permit, we only require structural drawings uh, or, or building for your building. Okay. okay. Um, on the residential side, we allow the inspectors to do the electrical, plumbing, and mechanical reviews in the field. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, engineer or architect uh, required uh, when we're talking about sealing residential plans? So the building code has a publication, a book, the Virginia Residential Code, right. um, that is specifically directed towards 
residential structures, okay. uh, one and two single family dwellings. Okay. Um, as long as the building is designed within the confines of that code, um, no plans are requ- no sealed drawings are required. Hmm. Uh, okay. If you go outside of that scope, uh, then you would need an engineer to design it to hmm. show its compliance. Okay. Okay. Um, I think up till now we've kind of been talking about single family homes. It kind of kind of seems like, but uh, condos and apartments. Um, <sighs> Are those considered residential buildings as opposed to commercial buildings, or I mean, how does that work? So, the the construction code does differentiate between um, types of residential buildings. Okay. And when okay. when we're talking about residential buildings, we're typically talking about one and two family dwellings, as well mm. as townhouses. Okay. Um, the reason the uh, there's a difference between condos and say townhouses is has everything to do with how you're trying to get people out in the event of a, uh, an emergency, um, an earthquake or a fire. Or, mm, mm-hmm. um, so they tend to be much more strict. Um, I see. Okay. And, and that's why they are reviewed under commercial codes um, as opposed to the residential okay. codes. Okay. That makes sense. That's a good explanation. When you're a code specialist with building division, land development services, um, if you were to review – um, a plan for either a townhouse or a, a single-family home. What's one of the first things you look for? Is there something that just kind of jumps at you or something you always look for first? Well, absolutely. I always thumb through the plans and look at, uh, like, your floor plans and look at your elevations, you know, the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why is, I, you know, I, I normally like to tell people it's it's kind of like if you buy furniture. Okay. You want to know what it's supposed to look like before you start trying to put it together. Right, right. Um, so, you know, if, if you've ever opened up like an, a piece of Ikea furniture yes. um, and you try to start right in the middle of it, it it's going right, <laughs> to right. be very difficult. So you want to know what it's supposed to look like before you start putting it together. So even those of us that hate plans, <laughs> plans are there for a reason. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's an instruction manual. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, I don't know if it's first or last or just happens during the process. Are there some common code violations that you that you see as you're reviewing these plans? Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, again, it, it would depend on the, the type of project coming in. Um, but one thing that um, is sometimes very difficult to do is, is wall bracing. And essentially what wall okay. bracing is, um, is when you have uh, a wind or an action against the side of your house, Okay. How's it going to stand up? Mm-hmm. Um, so, wall bracing is is essentially designing the house to have certain panels uh, resist that wind load as it's coming up against the house. Okay. Um, and that's that's really that's a common one. It's a common one because there's certain areas that are um, difficult to hmm. um, design, right. especially if you. Um, are a homeowner who's designing them themselves. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so one nice thing is we do have a publication for it, yeah, another one of those publications right. that does a pretty good job of, of explaining that. Right. Just search um, Fairfax County Building Publication. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, other, uh, other common ones? Uh, sometimes uh, when you're having more of a remodel project, mm-hmm. um, the load path uh, can, can be a common uh, 
deficiency. Oh, interesting. Um, which is, again, like I was talking about, you have all this weight up top in the roof and on the second floor. How are you carrying that down to the ground right. um, without missing it? Right. So a lot of times people will carry it, say, through the floor. They'll carry it from the roof to the second floor, but they'll miss it as it's going down from the first floor. It's kind of like one thing leads to another, which leads to another. Absolutely. So you just kind of have to follow the trail, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Kind of explain, um, explain it for the way I can understand it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then probably one other one is, is a uh, code section uh, that has to do with, uh, it's called interior passage, which is, uh, it was the residential's co- uh, regi- residential code's attempt to um, start thinking about like accessibility um, mm, okay. and, and aging in place um, is what they like to call. So um, it has to do with when your home is set up to with your kitchen and what they call an entertainment area with dining room, okay. uh, living room on the same floor as a bedroom. Mm. They want you to provide um, egress to all those okay. uh, areas. Right. So if say, Eventually, um, when you retire or or something happens and you find yourself in a wheelchair, you can still get to all those areas. Right. So Uh, and so that's something that you actually review. Absolutely. That you look at, even even though it's not needed now. Well, thinking for the future. Yeah. um, That's interesting. uh, Yeah. It's it's not maybe not as common today as sure, it was sure. 30 years ago, but some people do still yeah, try to absolutely. live in the same house absolutely. throughout. Absolutely. What are, are there other things along that line that we should be kind of thinking about or looking about, especially if we're talking about just kind of doing some remodeling or around the home? Sure. Um, w- one thing that I, I always <clears throat> try to put in people's heads is, yeah, not that everybody has access to a wheelchair, but Put yourself in a wheelchair and see how how accessible your home is. Oh, that's a good point. Um, the the world's very different from about right. You know when when you when right. you put yourself two foot lower. Well, even that one step or two steps from the kitchen into the family room in my absolutely uh, in my situation would be a problem. Um, absolutely. Yeah. When we're talking about some of these maybe smaller uh, projects around the home, maybe a screen porch, uh, some interior innovations that we talked about, um, does the building division have a process that reviews these smaller projects maybe quicker and more efficiently than than some of the the bigger – I shouldn't have said efficiently (laughs) because you guys always do stuff efficient. But are these smaller projects, can they be reviewed quicker than some of the larger projects or is it just kind of all go into one one big pile? We do. Um, We have a team of of plan reviewers who actually – that they specialize in those smaller projects and Hmm. and, and working with homeowners. Um, So it's uh, projects that are – Say one story, so a sunroom or a deck, okay. uh, and up to a thousand square feet. Okay, um, where a homeowner or a contractor would be able to walk in that day, go through um, a process to get all their um, all their things done and their plans reviewed, and they could actually walk out with a permit that day. Wow! So I will use the word efficient now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty incredible, I think, in the. Uh, folks listening in the in the world of you know building construction and when you talk about code and plans review that's that's pretty awesome. Well, our our goal is to make the the process as friendly um, and um, 
as friendly as possible. Yeah. We don't want it to be an intimidating process, especially right. to the people who don't deal with this every day. Right. Um, right. You know, uh, we don't want to be an inhibitor to a homeowner who wants to do his own project. Right. That's good to hear. Um, so along that line, do you have advice for someone listening, maybe that's that's in that boat, <laughs> that 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 needs to provide a residential plan for review? What what could you tell them? What could you offer? Well, the first step is. Um, is is kind of get a good idea of what you want to do. You mm-hmm. know, de- definitely. Um, yeah, no, no, know uh, what you want. Yeah, know what you want, um, and then absolutely go to those publications. Those okay. those publications are a wealth of knowledge and written in plain English. Not, not absolutely okay. Not contractor talk. Absolutely okay. Um, and uh, after you go there. Uh, Normally what I tell people is design the house um, in a way so someone who has never built a house can understand how it's put together. Hmm. That's what we want to see. We want you to be able to take those plans and take it out to anybody on a street uh, on the street and, and they would be able to at least understand how this is, project is okay. going together. Okay. That makes sense. Um, okay. Um, final question. Um, it sounds like it's not – an intimidating process. It sounds like there's resources available. What if I'm still a little more skittish, concerned? Where can I, I, I get even more information? We've talked about, you know, going to the search engine or going to fairfaxcounty.gov and searching Fairfax County building publications. Um, is there a, a, a telephone number? Is there, a, you know, other place I can even get more information or, or maybe get some questions answered or something like that? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the the residential plan review staff does have a, a joint number hmm. um, that uh, can be called, and, and that's uh, 703-324-2529, and that will get you um, in touch with a residential plan reviewer for any kind of project, hmm. um, not just not just building. If you do have a question about, uh, like, generators or solar panels um, – we're there to right. answer those questions too. Okay, and that's Monday through Friday, the normal business hours for the Correct. county government, uh, from eight to four thirty. Eight to four thirty. Okay. So are there any questions that are not appropriate, or, or kind of you know, what are some of the questions I can ask, or what kind of the information can I get? How and I guess ask it another way: How in depth can I go when I get you on the phone to 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 give me advice or whatever? I have never told somebody no. I've told <laughs> I've told people I'm not sure the answer, gotcha. but I've never told somebody no. Okay, so you're there, and other gals, guys, and gals are there to to help provide information. The scope of our knowledge is the depth that you can go. Wow, wow. In so. my case, that'd be pretty sh- pretty shallow, <laughs> but for you guys, I'm sure it's a lot. And that's a, a, a kind of on a rotating basis. Everybody, somebody's assigned to different hours, different days, that kind of thing. So it's uh, whoever's in the office right. is susceptible okay. to answering the okay. phone. So a customer service specialist, I guess, if you will, are there to to help. Yeah. We try. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anything else? I haven't asked you anything else you'd like to um, let us know about when we're talking about. Residential plan review. Anything we should know as as we kind of wrap up our conversation. I I guess I would just like to point out that if you have a question, seek help before um, before making that mistake because because sometimes that can be a costly mistake. Okay. Um, Not only in money but also time. I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, so if you have a question, don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, we would rather help you get through it on the front end as opposed to telling you you have to fix it on the back end. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. Kyle, thanks. Thank you. Absolutely. Kyle Kratzer with us, Code Specialist with the Building Division of Land Development Services. We've been chatting about residential plan review. So again, uh, to take Kyle's uh, advice here, if you have any questions, uh, call them on that uh, customer service number, if you will, 703-324-2529. Better to find out now than uh, later uh, if, if you have uh, a, an issue. Uh, if you'd like to learn more uh, about land development services, you can also go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development. And if you want to reach the building division specifically, call 703-631-5101, or you can email them at ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. That's ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. I want to thank you for listening to the Code Talk podcast. Do us a favor. Give us a rating, review, and uh, please like us on whatever uh, listening device you are listening on. The Code Talk podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.